Welcome to the Chronicles of Kev. 100% less cupboardy than Narnia. Welcome to the Chronicles of Kev. Yeah, not a very original title, but it'll do. So the whole point of this podcast is for me to have a, a bit of a creative outlet. I've missed having something creative on my weekly agenda. Uh, it might sound bizarre given what I do for a living. Um, I am always being creative, but I'm usually being creative for other people and I want to be creative for me. So in each episode, I will cover a subject, a story, or something of interest that I want to talk about. Sometimes it will relate to my business, and sometimes it will relate to something completely different and completely personal. But ultimately, I find it hard sometimes to differentiate between my world of business and my world of just my life. So I will share openly, and I will share freely, and I hope you enjoy the journey. I'm going to be recording episodes every week, and this first episode is all about my recent trip to Australia. There'll be more episodes related to Australia because I've got a lot to say on the subject. I learned a lot, I enjoyed the entire experience, uh, well, I say the entire experience, other than the jet lag. The jet lag was a bit of a killer. In this first episode, I'm going to talk about conversations. I'm going to talk about storytelling and I'm going to talk about the fact that we live in a global village. I hope you enjoy it. Episode 1. A global village. Door to door, from permanent home to temporary one, takes me about 30 hours. I'm 11,000 miles from home. I've done what I've always done. Struck up conversations with other humans. The flight from Edinburgh to Doha, it's Holly and Andrew, who are heading to Sri Lanka. They're a lovely couple, who are obviously in that lovey-dovey sort of place, which is both cute and sickening at the same time. Doha to Melbourne, I help Sheila get to grips with her in-flight entertainment system. Towards the end of her flight, we chat. She's been in Oz for 25 years, but she's been back home visiting family. Turns out, her dad stays in Aylith. My dad was born in Aylith. Her mum was born in Dundee. I was born in Dundee. This trend continues. A Turkish taxi driver hears my accent and asks if I'm Scottish. When I reply yes, he asks if I've ever come across a place called Dundee. Turns out his brother lives there. And then there's the Uber driver who just happened to work for News International at the same time as I did. Then there are also those are you Scottish moments. A Glaswegian footballer who plays five-a-side against Dan, my client, tells me that the only thing he really misses from home is his beloved Glasgow Rangers. We engage in the usual tribal football-based banter. He may have lived in Australia since the 60s, but his accent is still unmistakably Glasgow. I chat to a landscape gardener, originally from North Berwick, in a coffee shop in Mount Eliza, where I'm visiting another client. He educates me on the differing nature of his home and adoptive country's attitudes to garden maintenance. Turns out Aussies would rather enjoy their garden rather than tending to it themselves. 
which of course is great for his business. A bloke called Bruce, who I meet in a fish and chip shop, tells me he's meeting his 54-year-old relative who's coming over from Scotland next week for the very first time. Yes, I am immediately aware that both Bruce and Sheila feature in my stories. They are the most stereotypical of Aussie names, but I promise you I did not make them up. Oh, and I can't forget Brian, the painter and decorator from Paisley, who's been over here since 1961. I'm introduced to him by Dan, conveniently enough in a pub. Talk about stereotypes. The longer I talk to him, the more he rediscovers his accent. We talk St Myrne, we talk Love Street, we talk utter nonsense. It's awesome. And even when I'm purchasing my obligatory baseball cap and scarf from the shop at the Melbourne Cricket Ground for my very first footy game, the person behind the counter immediately asks where I'm from. When I say Dundee, she tells me her gran was born in Dundee and that her mother was born in Forfar, a town where I also have relatives. The main reason for my visit to Australia was to represent my client's business, Waypoint, at ZeroCon. It's a huge annual event from accounting platform Zero. Part of my role at the event was to help man the Waypoint stand for two days with the rest of the team. I struck up conversations with accountants and bookkeepers, not a group of people renowned for their personality. But that particular stereotype is wrong. You just had to look at them playing in a full-size ball pool to know they were a fun bunch of people. They were among the friendliest people I met during my two and a half weeks in Australia. I realise now, more than ever, that I thrive on human conversation. I enjoyed conversations with strangers. Just starting out, asking questions, listening, absorbing. I was a strange man in a strange land, yet somehow I still managed to fit in. The common theme from my collective conversations has been that the mundane initial chat morphs seamlessly into an exchange of stories. I love that. The engagement with a new human might be brief, but the story lasts. It endures. I remember it, and yes, I remember them. I learned a lot from my Australian travels. The main realisation is that I need to be around people more often. The journey of an entrepreneur means we spend long periods of time alone. And yes, sometimes lonely. Striking up conversations with complete strangers, new humans, is exciting and fun. Whether I was speaking to Aussies, New Zealanders, Singaporeans, and even one or two Scots, each experience was enjoyable. I also learned once again of the universal power of storytelling. I made people laugh by telling my stories, but I laughed even more at the stories of others. Their stories become my stories, as my own became theirs. I want to thank Dan, the founder of Waypoint, for making this trip happen. I stayed with him and his beautiful family in the stunning Mornington Peninsula. I also want to thank his incredible team, Luke, Neil, Reese, and Matt, and their significant others for giving up so much of their time. Your generosity made the trip so special. And lastly, if you were a participant of one of those conversations or shared a story with me while I was over in Australia, 
I want to thank you for your time. I enjoyed meeting you. I'll be back next week with more reflections on my time in Australia. Until then, thanks for listening. Yeah, great gala. There we have it. Episode number one of the Chronicles of Kev is done. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back soon with some more reflections on my time in Australia. If you'd like to get in touch, you can get me on Twitter at Kev Anderson. Or you can drop me an email, kevin at thestoryedge.co.uk. I'd particularly love to hear from anyone that met me along the way, especially if you featured in this first episode. If you're one of the people I had a chat with, it would make me really happy to hear from you. Thanks again for listening.